This is a West Wimmera Health Service podcast. Presented by me, Brigitte Muir. Farmer wants a healthy life. During the millennial drought, Robin Kelm turned her hairdressing salon, Sirs and Hers, into a counselling hub for hard-hit farming families. So, who is Robin? And what can she teach us about helping others when they are going through hard times? I come from a farming background. Uh-huh. I grew up at Harrow, okay. uh, which I have fond memories of and uh, still go back there when I can. Okay. Moved to Horsham when I was 17, finished my schooling here and went to Melbourne. Uh, was never going to marry a farmer, was never going to come back to Horsham. I've done both of those things. I started nursing and then I went to hairdressing, which I found my passion and my love and did that for 33 years before selling the business in 2016. That's an interesting jump from nursing to hairdressing. In my time of doing both hairdressing and nursing, um, I found that there were various numbers of us that had done either the reverse of somebody had already started nursing and gone hairdressing or they were hairdressing and gone nursing. I think it's a people caring attitude that brings that together. It's very hands-on and that creates a special link doesn't it? It certainly can and a relaxation, a contact. It's like touching somebody on the arm. Hello how are you? It's very different to just saying hello how are you? It, it does create that special connection which perhaps puts people in a place where they're more likely to open and then all sorts of things can happen can't they? Absolutely and nobody intends to open up I think, I feel but it, it, it evolves, it happens. You've actually used that through your hairdressing career to help people who were going through rough times. And we're talking about farmers here. All that happened when you were a hairdresser, during the millennial drought. So can you tell me a bit more about that? In my experience, and, and I put it down to the fact that I was a little bit older, I was able to relate to people, and maybe because I have come from a farming background and we've experienced droughts and, and good times, but I had an empathy, I believe, and I did care. I really genuinely cared. How did you know that there was something not quite right with people that needed uh, help? Body language and the tone of their voice, just the look in their eyes. I just was able to pick that up and I don't know why, but it was just something that I was aware of. And maybe people felt that they could talk to me so that therefore they would have that when they came in the door. I think it's very easy to pick up on people's vibrations and how open they are and how open their heart is. And I'm sure that's what people who came through your door were picking up on. Absolutely. And amazingly, a lot of those people are beautiful, caring people as well. So it reciprocated between all of us. It was, it was a very special time for me. happen after that? I think just by working in the salon and being there for people, I, I believe that I was continuing with that, but I was only ever a listener and it wasn't for me to take it anywhere. I believe that the work that happened in 2006 opened a lot of doors and country people were recognised. There seemed to be help in my eyes in Melbourne, but certainly coming through to the country, there, there seemed to be like a, a barrier, whereas after 2006 the, the floodgates were opened and, and when you look at mental health now even children are able to access that help so I believe that right through all this time it's kept going and growing 
and that's where it is today. There is still one problem though. It doesn't matter how much help there is out there. If you don't ask for help, you stay within your little world of misery and, and hardship. What can you tell people to convince them to get help, to be able to talk to someone? We're not mind readers. For people out there, I would encourage them to, to whether it's their neighbour, whether it's their own family, their best friend, I would, I would encourage them to, to open up and talk about it. And it, it is really hard because in your head you're probably thinking, I don't have a problem, but you know in your heart you do. And there's a real crossfire of, will I, won't I? You know, how will people think, what will people think of me, that type of thing. But my thoughts are that we love them all and family love who they are they would only help them rather than anything else. When you're on the land and farming communities all over the country really and also other people perhaps have got that impression that if you're self-employed and you're looking after your own farm and everything else you've got to be strong and you have to project that strength in whatever actions you're taking and that I think can be a real problem to admitting that you do have a problem. And I agree that it would be the hardest for men particularly to bring that out and say that they do have that type of problem. But that stigma is, I really don't know how to break that down, but I believe there's a lot more women working on the farms beside their partners, their husbands, their children. Hopefully that will create more communication because if you're out there doing a job today and something doesn't quite go right, at least you can come home and discuss it together and say, oh, you know, that didn't work out the way it was meant to or, you know, a breakdown or whatever on the machinery. You can at least talk about it. about what stops people from asking for help. And that's a tricky one. What does what stops them, Brigitte? What it's a stigma, isn't it? About twelve years ago I went through a hard time in my life yes. and I was feeling really, really depressed to the point of thinking about suicide. And I was seeing a doctor regularly, but it was someone who knew me as a mountain climber, summited Everest and all that. I'm a strong woman. Yes. She'll be right. But it wasn't right. And I'm not sure why. I can't remember exactly what happened. But I ended up going and seeing another doctor in Horsham. And she saw me and she asked me a few questions. And she said, you're suffering from severe clinical depression. And she put me on antidepressants. And from the first tablet I took, I felt like, wow, I'm me again. It was an amazing experience because I think that people who know you can also have a judgment about you or an idea about you, your first impression, you know. Yes. He's a farmer. He's a strong guy. Mm. And so it's, it's very hard to go past that to actually get someone that will understand mm. what's going on with you when you don't even know what's going on with yourself. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's um, um, an amazing story and I, I get exactly what you're saying because in people's eyes you would be a strong woman. How can you do all this fantastic stuff and maybe not work with something that's happened in your life? It's definitely the stigma, Brigitte. I believe it's the older stoic gentlemen in, in our farming community that are, are like that more and then it's the younger generation are communicating more, you know, and able to access or accept help. What about you as a woman who is married to a farmer? Have you ever had 
to deal with mental issues in your farm family life? We've been p- pretty okay. I, I did have a scenario that happened in my life in 2014 and that, that took me for a six. I, I worked out in the end, I felt sorry for myself. That, that was the key. I really felt sorry for myself. And it's like, hey, come on, Rob, get over this. This is, you've got to let that go. And i tell you what I did. I went to the gym and I started exercising. And as soon as Lisa saw me, you know, she knew she could pick it up straight away. So talk about that body language. That's what happened there. And, and since then, I've been fine, you know, just keeping going at the gym. The exercise. exercise helped you. Absolutely. It's, there's nothing like exercise. It's just there? the best. It releases positive endorphins. I just can't explain to people how much better it makes you feel. I know all about it. <laughs> I get so grumpy if I don't go walking. Right. It really, really helps. It does. And you really have to push yourself sometimes. Well, I have to push no, myself no, no. to get out of the door and yes. get off my ass and go out there. Not that I'm not busy. No. There's plenty to be occupied at home and with work and everything. But that little bit of doing it for yourself. Mm. Yes. It's yes. just amazing the power it has. Mm communities out of Horsham they've all got town hall don't they I don't know how it could ever be done but just to have them turn up at seven in the morning before they start their day would be absolutely fantastic to get those farmers and have somebody whether it's a zoom class you know and then it's happening for them and it would be lovely to start their day like that it would be pretty perfect I reckon it only takes one local person to start that kind of process. I, I went mm. to Warknabeel not so long ago, and they have an active farmers group there that meets okay. once a week, and mm. they actually would love to do it more than once a week. It's just up to someone in the local community to create that. And it's the best way to do it, I suppose. You know, you've got someone who's local, who knows all the locals, yes. and it's like the man's sheds. Yes. So if there could be an active component to men's shit, there you go. We get yes. coming up with ideas, Robin, how to help our farming communities. Well, that way you, you, you've got a twofold thing. You've got them meeting and saying hello to each other. Ah, oh, you know, oh, you're here. Oh, good to see you or whatever. And I guarantee half an hour they're all, they've all got to go because of they've got to get their jobs done or the harvest is happening or sure. you know, all mm. that sort of things. But, you know, even if it was once a week, it would be better than none, wouldn't it? Connection and yes. exercise. Yes. That's a winning way to stay Definitely. out of doctor's surgeries. Definitely. And stay away from mental issues. Absolutely. Would Which help. can touch each one of us. Certainly can. What would you do if you suspect that someone close to you is going through problems as far as mental health goes? I would approach them and, and talk to them privately if I could and see if they'll open to me. If they did do that, then I would say that, you know, I really care and can we do something together? I'll come with you, whatever need is needed. I believe listening is, is the main skill uh, to be able to listen to and encourage them to talk, keep them going, regardless of how long. But definitely that the listening it would be the key for me. If that wasn't the choice and they were a really closed book, I would then work around with their friends, family, and just say that I'm aware. And if there's anything I could do to help, I'm more than willing to help. But that would be as far as I could go. Sometimes it's a fine line, but if you open enough to the mm. situation, and during our life, that's all we do. We read situations and we act upon our feelings towards those situations, don't we? Yes, we do. And we react to what's happening right there and then at that time. Yep, choices. Mm. Life is made of choices. Yes. Perhaps one last word to people in farming communities who may have an issue that they really need to discuss 
with someone, what would you advise them? I'd encourage them to go to their local GP or their neighbour and open up, be honest about where they're at, because we as friends, neighbours, communities, we don't expect people to be on their own. We, that's not what we want. We don't want them to feel that they're doing work, life, living by themselves, and that we, we all care, but to open up, to talk, to communicate would be my recommendation. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Brigitte. That was Robin Kelm from Drang, near Horsham. You will find, as always, contact numbers and details in the notes attached to this episode. And while you're at it, please give us a star rating. We'd also love to hear your comments and suggestions. Our Facebook and Twitter details are in the notes. Until next, have a healthy life, won't you? Farmer wants a healthy life.